Hey, (laughs) y'all. Welcome to season two of K the Pod. This is this is a podcast about love. And in season two of K the Pod, I'm going to be talking about Eros, romance, all of that, dating. Yeah, (laughs) all of that. So this is not going to be, I'm not going to be talking about, should you go 50-50 with the guy? It might come up. It might come up. I can't make any promises, but that's not the plan. The plan is not to talk about, should you go 50-50 with your man? Should you, um, <laughs> I don't know, should you, what, what are the questions that pop up on Twitter? Like, if your man pays all the bills and he... <laughs> He does this and that. Would you let him cheat? We're not talking about that on here. You know, we're going to talk about like dating. I'll, I'll I'll probably do like a dating red flags maybe or green flags. Um, But yeah, I'm just going to be talking about all of that. As a 25-year-old frontal lobe open (laughs) frontal lobe developed woman (laughs) um also a therapist a marriage and family therapist of course I'm not going to talk about my clients on here but I will talk about like real life experiences I'm going to talk about people that I know in real life (laughs) or people that I used to know Yeah, people that I used to know, I'm going to talk about, like, those experiences, and yeah, I'm really excited for this season, um, honestly, I was, I don't know, I don't know how I felt about season two, I'm, I feel excited now, but, like, going into, like, preparing for this season, I was like, I don't know, I was even thinking about taking another break, (laughs) But honestly, what did it for me was the other day I went out with my friend and he was talking about my podcast and, you know, he was complimenting me on it and it really touched me. It really did because, you know, it's a new podcast and with newness comes like growing and wanting to gain more listeners and when you don't see like, oh... I don't know, I guess a thousand is, like, my goal or whatever. But when it's like, oh, my God, I don't have my thousand listeners yet, it's like you feel like you're doing it for nothing. But, like, receiving that compliment the other day, it really... it t- I was like, yo, people actually listen to this. You know, even though people might listen to it because, like, oh, my friend has a podcast, I'm going to listen. But still, like, people do listen to this podcast. People actually care about what I have to say. And that really touches me. So, again, like I do in every episode, if you're listening to this, shout out to you. I appreciate you so much. Like, you don't even understand. Because sometimes I just be chatting. (laughs) A lot of times I just be chatting. You know, a lot of times I also do be making sense and I be speaking from the heart. But sometimes I do be chatting. Like, now. (laughs) This was a long like four minute intro but yeah thank you so much for listening 
season two is here and yeah let's just get right into the episode child when i tell you i literally have like two outlines for this episode i'm just like i just have a lot to say <laughs> last season like the end of last season i was on my andre 3000 i was like i have nothing to say now i'm on my now i'm on my cat williams <laughs> I have a lot to say. <laughs> I have a lot to say. And dating is one of those topics where I'm just like, I'm extremely passionate about the state of romance and love nowadays and how sad it is. And how I'm going to be dragging a lot of people. And when I drag people, I'm really, it's not me like being holier than thou or whatever, blah, blah. I'm really dragging my old self. Because, okay, a backstory, you know, we love a good backstory. But a little backstory about myself. I, I'm a 25-year-old grown woman. <laughs> Front frontal lobe is fully developed. <laughs> but when I was out here dating, my frontal up my frontal lobe hadn't developed yet. It was in the process of developing. So I've made mistakes in dating. I've done dumb-ish. I've um yeah, I was out here wilding and and acting dumb. Acting dumb, acting a fool. But with acting a fool, it comes with lessons learned. And that's something I talked a lot about or I shared in season one, like a lot of lessons that I learned in friendships. So now I'm going to share a few of the lessons that I've learned in romantic relationships and dating, whatever. And yeah. Um. So what I wanted to start off with is the fact that I've been abstinent for the past March is going to make it two years and you know whenever you say abstinence people always think like oh you're not having sex and it's like yeah but I'm also not dating <laughs> I'm not dating and um yeah and one thing I will say backstory to continue the backstory um dating for me wasn't fun my intention for dating, like, I, I started dating, I was 21, it was Mar March of 2020. Literally, the last thing I did before lockdown was go on a date with this guy. And, yeah, my, whatchamacallit, my, yeah, and literally from then, I will say since I met that guy, um... <laughs> My dating life has just been, it's been a roller coaster ride. It's been more like, I don't know, it's just been a mess. Like, I literally feel like I was on a roller coaster ride from March of 2020 to March of 2022. And literally, March of 2022, I'd reached my breaking point. I was like, get me off. <laughs> get me off of this roller coaster ride. I'm tired. It's not fun. You know, and I honestly, you know, I wasn't really looking for a relationship. You know, I wanted my early 20s to be me, you know, getting to know what I like, getting to know what I wanted in a guy. And in doing so, I just kept met meeting 
trash man after trash man. And um, one thing about me, I have no problem holding myself accountable. Even if somebody could be dead wrong and they did something to me and they were in the wrong, I'll be like, but I could have stopped this. Because I'm a huge believer in people treat you how you allow them to treat you. So, you know, I was not having the best experience with dating because I was allowing a lot of nonsense, ignoring red flags, um, being desperate. Child, I'm going to talk a lot about that in this season. (laughs) Being desperate, um, yeah, accepting less than you deserve because you being desperate. And yeah, I stopped dating in March of 2022. And when I tell you since then, I've felt so much peace. I felt so like at rest, like I just feel good. You know, I can simply focus on me. Like I, when I tell you, I have no desire to really go out there and like start dating again. August of last year, August of 2023, I kind of dipped my toe back into the dating pool. And I was like, yeah, nah, <laughs> get me, get me, take me out of here. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, and I've just been extremely happy. I focus on my, like, I'm just focusing on me and yeah. And the funny thing is, so I actually posted this on the K the pod, um, podcast. What am I saying? The K the pod Instagram. <laughs> A few days ago, it was this girl on TikTok and she was like, the best I could give, the best advice I could give anybody is to stop talking to these dudes. (laughs) She didn't say dudes, Um, but it was really funny. And she was like, you know, ever since I stopped talking to these dudes, I got me a better job. Um, um, I bought a condo. Um, you know, she was like, my edges grew back. She was like, I was stressed and skinny and I wasn't eating when I was talking to these dudes. Now I gained weight. Now I feel good about my body. This and that. She was saying all of these benefits she's had in her life from no longer talking to these dudes. And when I tell you, I can attest that. So I, I'm not going to lie to you. My life has not changed that crazy, but one, (laughs) it has because I have peace now. Right, you know, like, I didn't, like, lose weight or gain weight, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, but <laughs> I will say I gained peace. And peace is everything. And that's the main thing that really makes me not want to, like, get back out there. Like, I'm in this season of really, like, my husband's going to have to find me, okay? Now, I'm not a, I mean, I am more in my introverted space right now. But I am not a homebody. I do be outside. So I'm not like the Lulu where it's like, oh, I'm at home. I'm at home all the time. I don't do anything. I don't go out. But I want my husband to show up at my front door. Like, I do go outside. I do enjoy life. I do, as a Nigerian say, chop life and practice enjoyment. So, you know, (laughs) like, I'm a firm believer in... At the, I'm going to live my life and enjoy my singleness. And at the right time, if that is God's will for my life, I will find, I'm not going to find nothing. Love will find me. 
because I am in this love energy. I exude love. I give love to those around me. So I'm going to attract love into my life in return. Amen. Amen. Cheers to that. <laughs> so yeah. Um, so I don't know if I, I don't remember if I said this on the episode. So I literally have like two outlines. That was just a backstory, you know, for me to get into my, you know, a little bit in, about my dating life and stuff like that. Da, 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 da. Um, but to really get into the episode for real, for real. So I have like two outlines for the episode. <laughs> I don't know which one I'm going to use. Cause I just, I have a lot to say. I'm like super excited about this season. I'm like, I have a lot of advice to give when it comes to dating. I have a lot of judgment to pass because I am, I am saddened to see the things that people are doing nowadays or the the things that women are accepting in dating nowadays like the story times I see on TikTok child things I hear in real life like you know <laughs> it's it's it, it makes me sad it makes me sad so I have a lot I have a lot to say I am on my cat Williams <laughs> um so Okay, so this episode, I'm going to talk a little bit about relationships. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. Nah. So, I am currently reading Salvation by Bell Hooks. Um, it's a book about black people and love. So, child, if you haven't read All About Love by Bell Hooks, like, what are you doing? Log off. Log log off for me, please, and go get that book. Like, What? <laughs> what um yeah so i read i've read all about love by bell hooks like twice um i love bell hooks may she rest in peace like when i tell you that woman is the truth i love her i love her writing her writings um my the first book i read by bell hooks was sisters of the yam and i heard about that book first the first time I heard about that book was through Nedra Tawab Glover, Glover, who I've talked about on this podcast before. Love that woman down. Um, yeah, she had like a newsletter she would like send, you know, in the email and stuff. And then she would like talk about like her favorites of the week or the month. And then she talked, she posted Sisters of the Yam as the book that she read that month. And then I got it. I got it. I read it and I was like, "Oh, what are the other books this this writer has written?" And then I found out like Bell Hooks was a whole legend. And also, I love um Kimberly Foster and she, you know, talks about Bell Hooks. She has her Bell Hooks merch that I have. <laughs> and yeah, and she would always talk about Bell Hooks and then yeah, I finally read all about love um during lockdown. I did a lot of reading during lockdown. Um, yeah, I read Sisters of the Yam, All About Love. And then I got into T... I don't know how to pronounce his name. It's so funny because literally... Y'all know Dana. She was on here. She, Dana was showing me this book by um, this Buddhist monk. Um, Thich Nhat Hanh. Yeah, I read like Pieces Every Step by him. And then there was this other book that I got from him... That was really good. But yeah, I was just in my reading bag. Lockdown 2020, I was in my reading bag. But yeah, now, fast forward four years later, I'm reading Salvation by Bell Hooks. And I am I read like the first two chapters today. 
Um, yeah. And she talks about love. You know, she, a lot of things, they weren't in All About Love also, where she defines love. Um, well, it's not even her. She gets it from this writer. Well, actually, I don't, I don't know exactly what his, like, title, I guess, is. Eric Frome, he says that love consists of four basic elements, which are care, responsibility, respect, and knowledge. And I think that's important because a lot of times people, like, have a hard time defining love. People literally get into, like, arguments and disagreements and debates about what love is you know people are like oh love is a feeling like you feel love for people and people are like no love is an action it's a verb like you can't just love somebody and not act on it this and that some people say love is both it's an action it's a it's a feeling and an action child we don't even know what love is but you know you'll hear people say like you know, the Beatles, all you need is love. What is it though? <laughs> what is it? We don't even know what it is, but it's hard to define, but we can talk about like what love consists of. And in this definition, it says that love consists of care, responsibility, respect, and knowledge. And, you know, today I was thinking about like, you know, I just, you know, when I prepare for these podcast episodes, I have so many ideas that like, pop in my mind and like for this season I've had so many ideas so many thoughts that I want to share um so I want to talk a little bit about just relationships in general um or ro- romantic relationships because that's what this season's about romance dating love all of that so I think relationships like romantic relationships marriage you know even dating being in, like, a relationship where you're not married yet. Um, to me, the most important thing is that both partners are striving to please the other. And that's something that is, I would say, not the... It's not It's not sexy nowadays to want to please someone else because it's like, no. I'm not going to be a people pleaser. I'm going to put me first. Trust me, I am the queen of that. I will, child, no. We're setting boundaries. I'm not going to be a people pleaser anymore. Like, I'm a recovering people pleaser. And, (laughs) but the truth is, the reason why people pleasing, like, is bad or the reason why people no longer want to be people pleasers anymore is because they, what they were giving to people, they weren't receiving it in return. That's what made it bad. It wasn't like, oh, man, I was doing this for this person, da 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 Like, oh, I did this for this person, and I didn't want to, but I did it, and da-da-da-da-da. The main thing is the fact that the person they were doing this for, the person they were bending over backwards for, blah, 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 they would not receive that in return from that person. But when I think about, like, ro- romantic relationships, like, you should be, like, your main thing is to try to please your partner. Um, and with pleasing people, it comes with sacrifice. It comes with compromise. It comes with doing things that you might not want to do. But it's like, oh, I know this is going to make my partner happy. So I'm going to do it. But it's okay 
if you're receiving that in return from your partner. And that's why I say both partners should be striving to please the other partner. And that's the episode. (laughs) I'm joking. (laughs) That's really like the basis of it. But yeah, like, you know, people pleasing is bad when you don't receive it in return. But if you're receiving it in return, it it should be okay because we can't live in this age where we're all self-centered and, you know, I ain't doing nothing for nobody. I mean, of course. And it's funny. I even posted this on the Instagram today or yesterday. Um... What did I post? Let me let me go to the post to read exactly <laughs> what I reposted. Um, I said, I'm no longer available for overgiving and under-receiving. Yeah, okay. If it ain't mutual, it ain't for me. So, yeah. Basically, what I was saying. You know, overgiving is wrong when you are under-receiving. But if you're overgiving and you are receiving the same to the same or, you know, a little less than but not like a dramatic difference where it's like, oh, I'm overly giving and I'm not receiving anything like, you know, you might receive a little less, but it's still close enough. (laughs) It's still close enough. But I feel like. Yeah, I just like literally that's the whole basis of the episode. I feel like in romantic relationships, you both should be striving to please the other person. And now if you're not receiving it in return, you have to ask yourself, what the hell am I doing? (laughs) What am I doing? Why am I overextending myself for somebody who's not doing, who wouldn't do any of that for me? Perfect example. Today, my, should I, should I give that as an example? (laughs) Should I give that as an example? No, I'm not. Because it's not my story to tell. But basically, it was somebody who was saying how, you know, they were helping someone out. And um, it wasn't that they didn't want to. But what motivated them to help the person was because the person has helped them so many times in the past. And, you know, if you're a people pleaser and it's like, oh, right, the person's asking you for a favor, they want you to do something, whatever, and you don't want to do it, you know, society nowadays is going to tell you, no, you don't want to do it, so don't do it, period. (laughs) But when you think, like, there should be a little bit of like, you know, but this person has done so much for me. And I truly, I've, I've appreciated the times that this person has showed up for me. This person has helped me this and that. So I, that motivates you to help the person and not choose you in that moment. And instead choose the other person and choose to show up for the other person, help them out, be there for them, whatever, blah, blah, blah. That's the episode. That's the episode, y'all. That's the episode. <laughs> yeah, so that is the premiere. I wanted to keep the premiere very short and sweet because I feel like this season, this season is going to be real. What did Ari Lennox say in um, Shea Butter Baby? She was like, it's going to get nasty. It's going to get... <laughs> but this season is going to be... How do I say it's going to be real. 
it's going to be real. It's going to be honest. Um, I'm going to be sharing some stories. I don't know if I'm going to share stories about myself yet. But I am going to share. There's a one story time that I do want to share about somebody that I used to know. And as I was like planning this season, this person crossed my mind. And their story, it really... Um, yeah, I'm gonna talk a little bit about that. I'm gonna do an episode about that, and that'll be interesting. Um, and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, child, that's all I have to say about this season. Stay tuned. Um, please continue listening. I know there's some things I might say in this season where that people might not like. That is okay. But please still listen. (laughs) Please still listen. It's coming from a place of love. I will try to speak gently and not sound harsh and mean and rude and sound like I'm talking down on people. Because truth be told, I am talking down on my former self. Because, you know, like I said, beginning of the episode... When I was out here dating, I was looking stupid. I was looking crazy. Um, but praise be to God for sense. <laughs> that we developed sense and that I stopped. So, okay, one thing I will say. Yeah, because I feel like the episode might be a little too short. But one thing I will say with me, like, pausing from dating... Right, of course, I gain peace, I gain clarity, but I will say with me, you know, not dating, it has allowed me to date myself and to practice self love, go out alone, like really spend more quality time with myself and being okay, being okay with being single. Because what I've realized is you know, a lot of women are not enjoying dating nowadays. And you ask yourself, like, why, so why don't you stop? <laughs> like, you, I, I ask myself, it's like, because that's what I did. I'm like, you know, I stopped dating. I wasn't enjoying it. It wasn't fun. It was messy. It was ugly. It was shitty out here. <laughs> so it's like, I stopped because it wasn't benefiting me. It wasn't helping me. It was not, I was not enjoying it. But then it's like, you'll see other people same thing their dating lives are not that great they're not enjoying it this and that but then they continue to date continue to date and it's just like why don't you stop because the truth of the matter is when you keep going through mess when it comes to dating like you literally have to stop dating you have to take a year off at least a year like for me it's been two years child i don't know how long it's gonna be but One thing I know is I'm committed to this self-love, self-care, understanding myself more, understanding, you know, even though I've done, I've done that, um, but I just feel like it's a continuous journey. Um, but yeah, child, what was I saying at first? It was, right, why don't you stop dating? Um, yeah, take at least a year off. Take at least a year, like don't date for at least a year and just focus on you. (laughs) 
just focus on you. Like the girl said, she was like, she stopped dating dudes. She stopped talking to these dudes. Her edges grew back. She did, she that did. And, but when I say that, some people might take it as like, oh, you're saying you don't need a man. Da, 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 da. That's not what I'm saying. That's not what I'm saying. Because the truth of the matter is, you're not supposed to be looking at, for a man. The man that God has for you is supposed to find you. You God did not say, oh, to be out here, this and that, da 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 Delete the dating apps. Delete the dating apps. Get off the damn dating apps. God did not tell you to be out here looking for your husband. Your husband is going to find you. But do the things that you enjoy. Don't sit at home or even don't go outside worrying and stressing about, oh, when is your husband going to find you? Oh, when am I going to get married? Oh, when am I going to be in a relationship? Oh, I've been single for so long. When am I going to... Like, truly enjoy the season of singleness because, child, you, like, when you end up in the relationship and... One day, like, your partner upsets you or whatever. Or you get into, like, this dispute or this disagreement over something. Because it's going to happen. You're going to think about the days (laughs) when you were single. And you were your only priority. You didn't have to worry about anybody but yourself. You could just go on about your day however you wanted to. Now you're married. Now you're in a relationship. Whatever. Now you got to check in with people. Now you're a mother and you got to take care of kids. And this, that. Girl, enjoy your singleness. Enjoy your singleness. And actually enjoy it. Like, don't, like, try to... Oh, when am I going to meet my husband? Like... It'll happen when it's supposed to happen. If it's supposed to happen for you. But genuinely enjoy your singleness. Have fun. Go outside. Travel. And do it to just do it. Don't like don't go on a solo day. Right? Like go to a restaurant and sit at a bar and, you know, in your mind. Be like, oh my God, I'm going to go to this restaurant and then I'm, I'm, I'm going to meet my husband there. Some guy's going to come and talk to me at the bar and then we're going to start dating and then he's going to be my husband. Like, actually go on a solo date to enjoy your company. <laughs> don't go outside. Like, of course, you know, you want to look cute. You don't know who you're going to meet, right? But don't go outside, like, in hopes of or, like, anticipating... Like, oh, I'm going to meet my husband today. I mean, some people, they do that. Like, they will, you know, walk out the house. I'm going to meet my husband today. And they do. You know, they manifested it. But I just feel like, you know, if you're in a season of singleness or, you know, like that one year break from dating that I highly recommend, like, really just focus on you. Really just focus on you. Because I'm telling you, when you're going through, like, crappy situations and dating over and over and over again... And you don't take the time to heal (laughs) from one crappy situation before getting into the crappy, another crappy situation is because you're carrying the baggage from one crappy situation to the next. You're carrying that energy with you. That's the, that's the truth. That's really the truth. 
Because that's what it was like literally in my dating life. And the stories I hear, it's y'all's dating life too. (laughs) Right? It's just mess after mess after mess. You go from this dude. This was the issue. And then you go to, to, you know, you talking to the next dude and he's even worse. He's even worse, sir, (laughs) than first dude. And then third dude is, ain't nothing but the damn devil. (laughs) I, I swear, I feel like I'm like a Southern or Midwestern old black lady. (laughs) Like, I'm literally, like, I swear, there's like a 70 or 80 year old Midwestern or Southern black woman trapped inside me. (laughs) But, yeah. That's what this season's gonna be about. It's gonna be me talking about dating, me giving advice, me being the young auntie slash... 70-year-old Southern woman (laughs) dropping gems because of, you know, me having these two years to just focus on me has allowed me to grow tremendously. Like, you know, I literally talked to my therapist about it. It, Well, my therapist, she said in the last session and it made me cry. It made me cry after session. I didn't cry during session. I cried after session. Well, she was like, oh my God, like you are literally like a totally different person. You know, because how I talk about dating nowadays is very different from how I was talking about dating in 2021. And I really feel like I'm a totally different person. But for me, it's like, you know, it's easy to say that when you're not dating. But in August of 2023, when I dipped my toe in the dating pool again, I realized I was doing the same mess. (laughs) Well, I know I was not doing the same mess. But I was being a little Delulu. I was being a little Delulu. And I do want to talk a little bit, bit about that. I don't know. Maybe in the next... I don't know what the next episode is going to be about. It might be the story time. It might be me talking about this Delulu situation. Where I basically was love bombed. Um, so I don't know. Maybe maybe next week it might be a two episodes. I don't know. But I have a lot to say. <laughs> I have a lot to say. I'm going to talk about love bombing. I'm going to talk about, um, yeah, share my opinions on dating. Um, yeah. For like the 10th time I'm saying this again. Um, I'm really excited about this season. <laughs> but yeah. For me to not sit and ramble on for this long. I just want to say thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the season two premiere of K the Pod. Um, I'm currently drinking peach juice because I am doing... Oh my God, I'm going to share that on here. So I'm doing a dry February for American Cancer Society. And also next week it is Lent. So, but yeah. Back to dry February. So, yes. I'm going to put that in the, I guess, the bio. And I'm also going to share it, like, on the Instagram also. Because I am raising money for American Cancer Society. Because, you know, I feel like cancer has been on the rise. It's sad. Um, 
So yeah, I'm doing this challenge to... I don't know if stand in solidarity is what I'm trying to say, but to show support for those who are dealing with that disease, which is very unfortunate. And it's like, the statistics are crazy. It's like one in three people get cancer in their lifetime. And, you know, I know everyone knows somebody who's, like, passed away from cancer and stuff. So, for me, when I saw, like, that dry February, I think it, like, popped up on my Instagram. I was like, oh, I'm absolutely doing that. Like, I'm not drinking for February, and I am gonna raise, um, it's only, it's a $300. Like, it's like, if, like, 10 of y'all donate $30, I already donated money. So, really, it's, like, 200 something it's $250 left. So if like five of y'all <laughs> donate $50, we can reach our goal. Um, but yeah, if you also want to, I've been like trying to get people to do dry February also, but then I also realized some people don't have that. Like, it's not a thing for them to like do a dry February because they don't even drink like that. Me as a wine lover, this is like an actual thing for me. And also, like, with Lent being next week, I decided I'm going to give up alcohol for Lent. And, yeah. So, I'm, like, I'm on this, like, no alcohol journey. I've been making mocktails, um, which has been fun. Excuse me. Like, I literally go to restaurants and order mocktails. Or if they don't have mocktails, I just drink water, which is very big for K <laughs> but yeah anyway child this was supposed to be a mini episode now I done I don't know how how much time like what time we're on now but anyway again thank you so much for listening I appreciate you so much I pray God blesses you tremendously I'm so grateful for the support. I'm so excited for this second season. This is my my 11th time saying this. But I really mean it. And yeah, I hope you enjoy. I hope you stay tuned. I hope you come back every week, every Tuesday. And yeah, season two of K the Pod is here.